Hello everyone. Do you ever find that there are a lot of Q and A's on the internet, but it's mostly a lot of unanswered Q's and not enough sufficient A's? Well, that's where we come in. Do you like hearing about how you can manage better relationships and life, love, and work? Do you like would-you-rather questions? Do you like hypothetical situations? Do you like laughing, maybe crying? And do you like hearing lots of swear words? Then this show is definitely for you. Can we make you smile at least once during this show? You know what? That's our cue. All right, here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you out there in the universe. Welcome back to TOQ, or That's Our Cue, as we call it, where we take your cues and we put them in the oven for 15 minutes at 375 degrees, and when we open it back up, pull that pan out with our really cool, slick-ass oven mitts. There's little A's there, little answers that we give for you after processing them in the oven. And I have a very wonderful person who I've been excited to do the show with for a minute now, and his name is Danny. Danny, say hi, Danny. Hi, Danny. Nice. Danny, tell us a smidge about you and about... What makes you feel like you deserve to be on That's Our Cue? Oh, thank you so much for having me, first of all. Um, I'm ready to give some tasty, tasty, freshly baked answers. Yeah. Um, so what makes me me is just uh, I'm in, very into uh, voice acting, very into video games, things of that nature. The whole nerddom. Play D&D. Sure. We met over Monsters of the Week. I know a we whole did. bunch of useless facts, which I heard was, you know, par for the course for this. It so is. it just felt like a good fit. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm quite excited. I also feel like you and I mesh together quite well, considering we've only spoken like, I mean, through voice anyway, not only a few times, but I feel like we typically have a pretty good um, tete-a-tete, as it were. Oh, absolutely. It's been a bromance from the start. I agree. It's weird, like how quickly that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those you just kind of feel like you knew them forever. Yeah, it's 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 odd, but you know it works. So you I've been, had uh, me on Super Mario frustration. <laughs> Goomba, fuck you, <laughs> Goomba. Uh, so, Danny, what we're gonna do today for those of you who are uninitiated, or maybe it's your first episode, is we are. And that's the beauty of this show: is you can listen to any of them out of order. You don't need to know anything from the previous episodes if you don't want. Um, and uh, the idea of this show, just like I said in the beginning, is we're gonna take questions from the internet, like. Reddit and Quora and a few other like little forum um, ask websites. And I curate them into maybe between like four to six questions per episode. And we just answer them because we're the experts now. You know, a lot of them have never been answered, or some of them haven't had very efficient answers, or some of them I just don't think the answers were good enough. So I thought maybe we could answer these questions in hopes that maybe somebody else out there has maybe thought of these things or, you know, maybe didn't know they were curious about it until they heard us talk about it. So, and they can range from the very thoughtful types of questions to very surreal questions to just downright fucking weird questions. And that's what we're doing today. Um, Are you ready, Danny? I'm all set. Can I call you Danny? You can call me Danny. Cool. All right. Um, All right. This first one uh, doesn't have a username posted to it, but the question title is titled, You Have the Infinite Cup. What do you do with it? And there's a little bit of an explanation here. And they say... This has nothing to do with the Infinity Gauntlet from Marvel. It's simple. Whatever you pour into it, it infinitely pours out. So the cup is a standard large size plastic cup similar to the Solo brand. Uh, If the cup is damaged, it will cease to work. If you put water, for example, in the cup, uh, a solid uninterrupted stream of water will pour out if turned over. The water does not come from somewhere else. It is brought into the universe with no cost. 
it will pour at a rate of 9.8 milliliters per second (laughs) or whatever gravity would be. Um, An object must fit completely inside to pour more weight. An object must fit completely inside of it to pour more of it out, but it could be solid items, ammunition, tacos, gold dust, tarantulas, etc. <laughs> to change that, I know this is a very a very long one, which is oh, why gosh. I trimmed on the questions. To change out the item or the substance inside the cup, the tedious process requires removing what is ever inside while completely upright. You ha- you now have exactly one of these cups. <laughs> what do you oh, do with man. it? <laughs> So my first thought before I realized it could be uh, anything, not just a liquid. Mm -hmm. First thought, Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. (laughs) Why Diet Coke? I am one of those people that have uh, a very awful addiction to soda. Oh, no. Uh, Man, if if I'm able to, if if the opportunity is there, I will very easily (laughs) drink a two liter thing of soda in (laughs) half a day. Oh my! I, it's it's real bad. Uh, I have to f- you know consciously work on not not just drowning myself in soda. So having that filled with diet coke is probably the worst thing I could do. But man, I'd go out happy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that would be dangerous because, like, I w- I would just have that thing constantly hanging over my mouth just yeah just have like a have like a like a gerbil straw just like you know just like yeah, oh feeds. one of those beer hats yeah, oh one yeah that, there like, you go feed into a beer hat oh my god yeah like i would improve that's... upon the infinity cup you <laughs> by making it into an infinity hat <laughs> making it into an infinity beer hat okay so so you said that if before you knew it could be something other than um other like than a, a liquid. So like, did you have a different idea after you heard that? I mean, I feel like the obvious answer is money, you know, sure. Sure. Like you put a dollar in and then you get like infinite. In. Yeah. yeah. Get a whole bunch of money out of it. I hadn't thought of that actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe Funny it's not so I, obvious, but I didn't think of money at all, but you're right. Like that's just, I mean, because you could do whatever you want. I mean, like it actually would be easier if you do money because they say the only way to change it out is to clean it out. So if it's a solid, that's way easier to just grab the dollars out and then put right. something else in. And why would I ever want to do that? Right. Well, I guess it depends. It's like out hundreds. I'm just going to let that baby go. Right. But, but what I'm thinking is you put those hundos in there, you get probably a couple thousand of them that you're pouring out into your living room. Right. And then you just take those hundos out of the cup, you know, because you have to clean it out completely. Mm-hmm. And then you pour a little bit of Diet Coke in there. You're back to Diet Coke. Well, I'm back to Diet Coke. That's true. You yeah. know, you have all the money you could possibly need, but you never have to spend a dime of it on Diet Coke again. I do. Unless to, you wanted to clean it out. I do have to wonder. Yeah. If I'm money is easy. Right. Because, again, it's a solid. I can just reach in, pull it out. Right. But with Diet Coke being a liquid, how am I going to clean all that out? Like, do I have to then pour water in it and let that kind of drain to get the that remnant of Diet Coke out? Yeah, like if you only have a because like, well, the thing is, it would always be full. So like, mm. like, you know what I mean? Like it would never get low unless you kept it upright because you can't pour it out because the whole thing is if you pour it, it's infinite. Right. So you would need, I mean, actually, you I'd know have to what? put it straight up, put a straw in it and then drink it. Right. So the beer hat would have to be altered. So that way the thing was like in a tipped position. 
because the only way you can clean it is if it's upright. So it would stand to reason that if you shove a straw in there, that you could potentially clean out most of it by sucking it through a straw because it has right. to be upright. That's the only that's way the you only can clean it. That's the only thing I could really think of. And then you'd have to like grab a sponge and kind of get whatever's left. Right. Yeah. And then it would be sponges in there forever. Oh, that's just awful. <laughs> <laughs> but they would be easier to grab out, you know? <laughs> I mean, how many how many sponges are going to be able to fit into a red Solo cup? That's true. Know? That's true. But um, I do have these big yellow ones that you can really squish down. Yeah, that's a good point. If you use like a real big one, then like if it's sticking out, they say that it has to fit inside the cup. So that could be how you I could get around fine, that. Man. Yeah. Y- I you guess know? that's all right. Yeah. Or maybe just shove like a big old, maybe just shove like a shop vac hose in there. You know, like it's not going to be able to replicate the whole shop vac. Um, yeah. And now that I'm thinking know, about it too, with the money, like that would just, even just one of those cups, like if I had that, just break the economy. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a, yeah, absolutely. Like hundreds are just flying off the shelves. Yeah. At some point they would catch on. They're like, all right, it seems like there's a lot more money coming from this part of, you know, the country. We should go investigate this city and see oh, where all this money is. Cause it's not counterfeit. It's real money. I mean, it's true. It's just being blipped into the universe from something you know i would be very curious of like you know i mean that's like a monster of the week campaign like oh we got to go stop this guy from using the infinite cup you know (laughs) hey you know what if we ever do monster of the week again i'll allow you to use my idea oh excellent thanks (laughs) uh i think it'd be great he's like ah i'm just gonna use it for all the money and pour all this money out see see my brain went to like i didn't think like money could be good because like you could do a lot with it, not just for yourself, but for a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. But what I would worry about is that like if somebody found out that you had it or if they're like all of a sudden like Danny's got like a fucking mansion or he's driving like billion dollar cars, like what the, what the, what's he doing? What's his job? You know, like how is he doing this? So like how all of a sudden is he richer than Elon Musk? <laughs> that's the good thing about me personally is I hate gaudy. I hate big you don't want to be you don't no bouginess no i I feel that i feel that i like my life just as it is we have a small little home it's just big enough for the two of us you know if we decide to have children we'll get a bigger house just enough to fit but even if i became like a billionaire tomorrow i really really do not think i would ever go out and buy a mansion super cars the only thing i would splurge on is like I'd get every video game system known to man, any <laughs> games I could snatch up and just never work again and play video games and drink Diet Coke from my cup for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know, I think if if that were me, like I feel similar where I thought, always thought if I were going to get like a souped up car, I would get a shitty exterior and just have like under the hood look good. You Ooh, know, that way, you like yeah. it was still a, a well functioning car, but nobody want to steal it because it looks like ass. I wouldn't care if I got it scratched because it's already rusty. You know, like See, it barely passes inspection. Get, my my father-in-law says all the time he wants to get a wooden bumper for his car. Just a disposable <laughs> wooden bumper. Just if somebody's being an idiot, just bam. That's a good <laughs> you idea. You didn't hear yeah. that from me. No. Okay. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't, for me, like, you know, money would be good because like I always want to run like a network, you know, like a podcast network and I could support so many different creators that I love, such mm-hmm. as yourself and your and your lovely lady. Oh, um uh, you know, and I could fund that for people like who kind of needed a shot to have like a livable wage doing something that they really enjoy doing. Um, 
you know, and I would have infinite money to do that. Um, but I would worry that I would create monsters if I just like, cause I would give it away, man. I would, and I would, I, I would, put, I'm the same I would put a target on my back for sure. The moment they're like, Oh, that guy seems to be loaded, you know? And again, I'm a bleeding heart. Somebody can manipulate me into giving them money. No, I end mm-hmm. up going and spending it on like a fucking tank and blowing up a school for all I fucking know. No, you know, I, so I, like, <laughs> I would literally just be on the corner being like, Hey, you look like you're having a rough day. Here's $10,000. Right. I mean, I've done that with what I have. Uh, I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to toot my own horn. But like, I've already done that with what little I have. I know if I had a shit ton, like, no, I'm, it would, I'm the same it would way. be. I would be so awful. Every <laughs> like, year, every year, I try to do uh, one random, like every, around the holidays, I try to do one random bigger act of kindness than I normally do. Sure. And uh, the usual is one year I went to uh, a quick check, like a little stop. And, and eat place and um i gave the teller a hundred dollars and i said hey just use this to buy people's things until it runs out sure or if i'm in drive through at a at a fast food place i'll pay for the person's order behind me yeah it's like small things like that but man if i had like infinite money i'd be like hey here's this huge sack of money just give away free food for whoever needs it and then i'd r- drive around and be like you know, all the homeless, all the poor, all the people that are going hungry, just go here. Yeah, I know for free. sure. I see. I would want to take on the government, man, or the state, like with all you that can't money. Say that out loud. I mean, but the thing <laughs> is, for is like, I would want like to create like places, safe spaces for people and stuff like that, and like you know, or like you know, these impoverished neighborhoods. All of a sudden, they're getting nice things. Like, oh, where, mm-hmm. where's all this money coming from? And they would come and investigate my ass. They would bust into my my home and be like, "What's going on? Where are you getting all this money? It's got to be counterfeit." Like, where's your machines? I'm like, you know, why and is it I would that just suddenly all these schools have money. Yeah, like oh. why is it that suddenly like their libraries have stuff and and you know that like teachers aren't buying their own pencils? What is going on? Yeah, and they'd be like, "What the fuck? What is going on here?" You know, and I'd have to be like a private like investor somewhere. Just yeah, you'd have so to that- find some way to like. Oh God! Anonymously, anonymous. Well, anonymously do it. Yeah, I was gonna say anonymize yourself. Anonymize, but I don't think that's a real thing. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, when the government hears us, we're gonna get (laughs) de-anonymized. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So much for this idea. They're gonna start making like new laws just in case. Yeah, my brain went to 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 like um, blood as well, like. I went to the idea of oh, like so like blood shortages, like blood transfusion, right? Like you know, like <laughs> okay. my brain immediately went to what is it like? Oh, n- oh, negative. Negative is like the universal one. donor. Just as a and little, just- uh, sorry, uh, as a little uh, preview for everybody. My fun fact of the day is actually about blood types. Nice, oh, yeah. can't wait. Because see, my blood type is totally opposite. At least how it functions is the opposite of my personality. So I have AB positive blood type, which means I can receive everything. Oh, yeah. You're the universal taker. Right. But it's a total opposite to my personality. <laughs> um, so like I couldn't just prick my own fingers. I have to find somebody that's got O negative and be like, hey, you know, would you mind putting a little bit of that in this cup? Thanks. <laughs> <You Yeah. know? laughs> just fill that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, you know, just put a little in there and then the universe that's, will provide the really rest. That's a really good one. Yeah. Solve you know? the whole issue at one time. Yeah. That so I thought really like, because I mean, again, we can clean it out later. The only thing is, like, I have to clean out like a whole soup full of blood out of the cup. Like, I'm like, I have to suck it out suck. again with a shop vac. Um, but like, but that's where my brain went was like to just make a surplus of like, oh, negative blood. No, that's um, really good. That is not what I thought first when you said blood. 
but yeah. I like where your head's at. <laughs> now, you see, because, you know, my, my blood type is AB positive, which is also uh, one of my life mottos, which is, hey, be positive. You know? So, see, this is why we got along so well, because <laughs> I'm A positive blood type. Nice. And I always say it's because I'm A positive person. I like that. Yes, you get an A plus for that, my friend. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. I like how you stuck that one in there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's so many possibilities with the Infinite Cup, you know, like, but I like that you can clean it out and put other things in because I think there's a way. The only thing I'd worry about is like governmental interference. And they're like, where's all this coming from? Like, you'd have to start local and really just be like, okay, these people are having a f- shortage yeah. of. You know what you'd have wheat. to do? You'd have to make money out of it. Right. And then move to another country where the U.S. or where government is not as stringent, let's say. Sure. Set up like a whole anonymous network of ships and then create your blood there. Or you could put like little foods in there, you know, Mm -hmm. and then ship it to all the other countries. Yeah, because if we got enough that we could start our own shipping organization, that we could do the we could privately do like the replication of some of the products like in like a shipping container. We're like, you know, that way they're like, oh, they're just magically getting supplies. Like we're gonna order like a small amount of them and then that way it shows that we're getting it and we can mm-hmm. replicate it inside. Like, you know, if there's a shortage of wheat, I just gotta get me a bunch of wheat seeds, you know, and then I can just throw some wheat seeds in there and then now we can just like pass yeah. that shit out to all the local agriculture. Um, why even that though you could just throw like berries in there and the now berries, you have, like fully yeah. fresh berries ready to eat you could just ship yeah. them everywhere we could know, just drop them, them right off away. to impoverished nations and cities i mean there's a lot you could do with it uh you know it just so i i really like this question so i was like oh i feel like this could That's be one really that one. you know i thought about opening with this during the 12 hour stream but i thought the discussion would go forever because it just there's so many possibilities that's a really um, great question i really love yeah that yeah one. To whoever posts this question, you may never hear this, but thank you for it. It was quite an invigorating idea. Mm-hmm. Um, Very much I like it a lot. Uh, now, this one, I have another question for you, Danny. This one's a little bit of totally different direction. <laughs> okay. So this one is from um, from user OKSnow7119 on Reddit. And they asked, <laughs> do you guys laugh and shit when someone is blowing the bathroom up or do you sit in silence and try not to laugh and shit? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> like, so, you know, like, do you, if, so, if you hear somebody in the stall next to you or even, you know, and they're just, you just hear bat, you know, just, just bombs going off in there. You know, like, do you chuckle out loud to be like, hey, this is hilarious, buddy? Or do you just like cover your mouth and <laughs> try not to laugh? I, I try not to laugh. I do try not to laugh, which actually does usually end up to, you know, you, you hold it in and, and you get that that pressure. It does actually help me out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, pushes so. the air downward versus right. upward through your which, mouth. you know, already I'm there for a reason and now you're helping <laughs> with that reason. Um, <laughs> Tag team pooping. But... The only time I really go out to anywhere regularly would be my job. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know what it is there. I don't know if it's the cleaning material they use <laughs> or what. But whenever anybody poops or, or even farts in that bathroom, <laughs> it has the same 
awful stench for everyone. And I know not everyone's eating the same thing. It smells like brimstone in there. So so you start (laughs) laughing at first, but then you start to smell it. And then you choke. And yeah. And then I'm trying not to cough, (laughs) which still helps me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's because there, there's like contractions going on that helps you push, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we've all we've all we've all snarted before, you know, in the middle of a sneeze, like something else escapes, you know. So it stands a reason that like they can help push. You use any any you know leverage you can get, you know. Yeah, you gotta could, really use all the tools at your disposal. Yeah, you got to get them butt weasels out, man. <laughs> um, and uh, you know they're they're going to resist, and you have to you have to you have to evict them. And now um, this is also assuming, of course, I'm not the one blowing up the bathroom. It, right. I mean, it's true. I mean, okay, well, let's spin it. Let's flip that. If you were blowing up the toilet and you knew there's just no way that you can make this quiet, you know, without disturbing the other people in the bathroom, do you think it would make you feel better to hear nothing from them or to hear them laugh? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, God, that's so awful. <laughs> Like, would it make you feel better to know you're making people crack up outside the toilet? I think it would, actually. (laughs) I think think the best thing I could ever hear after something like that is somebody mess up holding in their laughter. Yeah, Uh, or or just like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like... I've had if somebody I've, just brings it up right away and they're like, oh, man, that was a good one. I'm just like, oh, now now it's awkward. Yeah. I think at least I know they, they got a good kick out of it. I think it helps if you play into it too. Uh, like I've never done it where I was blowing up the toilet and made people laugh. But one time I let my friend talk me into going to a target on black Friday with him. Cause he just wanted to pick up one thing. And we were there for like three hours. Cause the line was like wrapped around the building twice. It was so cold. And I was like, Oh my God, I hate you for this. And so like we get in there and I got to pee like something fierce. Like I'm just, Oh my God, I'm going to like, I was looking for a place outside to pee. I was so desperate. I was like, Oh my God. Um, so when I finally got inside and, you know, and I whip it out and getting ready to do my thing, you know, I, you know, my hands are freezing and I got to reach down there and aim, mm-hmm. you know? And so just, just cause it was so cold. I went, Oh, and out loud, I went, I went, God, I don't even want to touch my wiener. It's so cold. And I, I everyone in the bathroom, cause they all piled in. Cause a lot of people had to pee, man. They were dying. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't want to touch my penis. My hands are so cold. And like, these guys are like cracking up. <laughs> oh, I, I would have been too. That's amazing. Yeah. And so like, that was the one time where I was like, well, you know, it's nice to kind of make a light in the bathroom. Everybody goes in there. They're kind of embarrassed. You're doing something that's kind of. You know that society tells you is uncouth or should right. be kept. And you, you gotta know. remember, everybody poops. Everybody poops, and so like, you know, I remember that at least was a time where like I wasn't pooping, but like everybody in the bathroom on the toilets or at the urinals or waiting in line, we're all kind of cracking up. It's really good. <laughs> and so I, I remember looking over my shoulder, being like, "Guys, make sure you warm your hands up, like rub them together." <laughs> yeah. yeah, you look back behind you, and everybody's going. <gasps> Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, just really, you know, she, I was like, you know, I, my ass is still kind of warm. Shove your hands down the back of your pants, you know, and try to, <laughs> you know. Um, but that I is have the worst a, though, having freezing hands. And oh movie. god, that it's so awful. it's so difficult. Yeah, I hate it. But there was another time where I was in a stall next to somebody. Well, I just walked in. I hadn't gotten in the stall yet, and somebody was just like, you just like, pfft, yeah, pfft, oh god. And so I remember just rapping on the door, being like, "You okay in there, man?" <laughs> Dude, there, there was one person. Uh, not at this job, but another one I did, um, who would go to the bathroom about the same time every day and it matched up with my poop schedule. Uh, we were just <laughs> twinsies like that. Yeah. And this guy, 
he he leaned into it hard and i don't know if something was wrong down there or what but you know he, he there was just a lot of like okay <laughs> and i'm just like sitting on the other stall like i'm just trying to get out of here like i don't know what the hell's going on over there yeah, it's just like you need me to pull your finger, <laughs> dude. Are you? Are you? Do you need words of encouragement? You got yeah. this. Yeah, the guy was too awkward to say anything to me when I said, "Hey, well, no." He did say, "No, I'm good. I'm good," and he wouldn't really <laughs> talk. But there was one time where I was pooping, and just like as squeaky as fart came out, I was like, "Wee!" <laughs> and like, <laughs> and then I knew another one was coming. I was like, "I can't like wait this long because like I don't want to startle anybody, but I know another one's coming." So I tried to do the old Peter Griffin coffin fart. And so, like, as I came out, I was like, <laughs> and then, and like, I heard, I, I, I heard somebody laugh on the other side, like, by the sink. And I said, that didn't work, did it? <laughs> so I've tried to do that before. Yeah, I try to make some kind of noise. Yeah. But because my entire life, I never grew up above the age of eight. Yeah. <laughs> I've always found farts too funny, right? So it's, it's yep. ingrained in my brain. To silence everything so that the fart has as much <laughs> airtime as it you know needs to for everyone to hear. So even if I were trying to like make a noise, I subconsciously will stop just in time to fart and then I'll continue making the noise. <laughs> so you so you go like ah, damn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll be like ah, ah. <laughs> lately it's become a game because i work with so many awkward like i work in an office building and we all share like a bathroom upstairs and so like i'm on a similar schedule with some of the guys um that go in there and um you know like there's times where just i know that they're so awkward and they won't even look in the face we say hey good morning how you doing and they're just mm-hmm. like ah, you know but if i know that i got one coming i try to time it to like when like they turn the sink on or when they turn the air dryer on <laughs> and the moment the air dryer comes on i push everything it's like <laughs> I gotta beat the timer. It becomes like a game of like like perfection. Right, can uh, if you, you get remember, it in there? right? Yeah, can you yeah. get it in there before like the timer runs out? <laughs> and so, like, just like, game. yeah, it's hard. God, but you know, like anxiety in a box. Pop goes poop fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever yeah. had? Um, <clears throat> are you somebody like if you're at work at the office or whatever? Are you somebody who will? try to hold in their farts until they get a chance to go to the bathroom or do you Uh, try i have a couple of like escape corners i go to you know where like i know that most people don't frequent i also have the old ninja dust of the uh of the um the hand sanitizer so i just get a fistful of that walk into a closet and then drop my bomb and then just like throw hand sanitizer on the walls to try to like mask the smell of it That's fair. Or I'll just, or I'll just glob it like all over my hands and just like, boy, I'm really dirty today, you know, and just really try to, and then like I'll wave it behind me as I walk to try to like, you know, mask the smell with alcohol. Uh, That's what I do. That's fair. (laughs) So I, I always try to, if I can, I try to save it for the bathroom, right? Sure. But there are absolutely days where I'm just stuck at my desk for one reason or another. So I'm trying to perfect the. Special sit down technique of like (laughs) spreading your cheeks as far as they go by wiggling back and forth so that it just goes. 
<laughs> you just you're, your ass is telling a secret. Yeah. <laughs> it's just telling everybody. <laughs> it just had a long day. It's like. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> now I have had it work before. Oh and my when God. it does, <laughs> I, you know, because you always give it like a little test squeak, right? Of course. To see, so if it works, you know, I can then follow that up and let everything out, right? But there are absolutely times where, like, I'm in a meeting uh, and with my boss or something, and I'm just like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Yes, indeed. That's very interesting. Tell me more. Yeah, you, you got to have the hand sanitizer just in case. Like, oh, man. I told the student, like, when I worked at the studio full time about that, the dance studio. And I remember, uh, you know, I was just like, guys, because one of them it came up, they were like, what do you guys have to do? Like, when you have to teach a bunch of lessons in a row and you don't have enough time to go to the bathroom. And I was like, you know, where he's like, do you guys like, I remember one guy was like, where do you guys fart? He's like, I know you guys fart. Where do you do it? You know? And I just like, honestly, I do it during my lessons. Usually I'll step away when you guys are like dancing around the floor and then I'll just glob on my hand sanitizer and walk up to you. And you guys usually don't seem like you're none the wiser. And so like, and he, the, the guy, they both thought it was hilarious, but the guy really thought it was funny because he saw one of the other, one of the other teachers, cause they, one of our teachers sanitizes after every lesson. Cause you know, you touch a lot of people. And right. so she was sanitizing. He looks at me and goes, I think Alex, I just farted. <laughs> <laughs> See, what you did is dangerous because now anytime you go up to them and you smell like hand sanitizer, they're going to be like, hey. They, I mean, they have asked. They're like, did you? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, but this is for oh, you. Yeah, not I prop dusted the whole back row. Yeah, you know, just don't go back there. Um, oh, but yeah, I mean, that's how. So I guess the general answer for me is do you guys laugh and shit or do you just try not to laugh and shit? It depends, you know, if I know who the people are. But typically mm. – you know, out of out of courtesy, I'll try not to laugh. But if I'm the one doing it, I'll laugh. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if it's me, answer. I'm going to laugh. I will try not to laugh. But if somebody else laughs or something, yeah, I'll just go along with it. Love it. Um, okay. So uh, there you go for that, Mr. Uh, or or whoever you are. Happy um, to okay help. Snow, uh, 7119. Okay, Snow. Yeah. Um, Okay, uh, Danny, it's time for your special segment. Uh, hit us with some fun uh, Danny knowledge. All right, sure. So, good morning, class. Today, I'm going to teach you about blood types, just because it's mm-hmm. a little something I know how it works. I know it's a lot of it's something not a lot of people know, and it's um, people have always been asking about and are amazed that I actually know how it works. So, we brought it up before with. Um, you know, you wanting to have O negative blood and being AB positive. Mm-hmm. So there are two different types of proteins in your blood. Protein one and two. Protein one is split up between A and B. So if you have protein A, you're A. If you have B, you're B. If you have both, you're AB. If you have neither, you're O. And then Protein 2, you either have it or you don't, positive or negative. Interesting. Wait, Mm -hmm. so if you don't have the protein, that's what makes you negative. Right. So if you have neither of these proteins, you are O negative. And when you are giving blood to somebody else, it is okay to give them blood that does not have proteins in it. It is dangerous to give them blood that has proteins they don't have. That's why O negative is okay because it has no proteins on it. 
it doesn't matter what the other person has because missing proteins is fine. AB positive can't go to anybody but another AB positive because for anybody else, like for me, I'm A positive. I don't have the B protein. So if you gave me your blood, that B protein would mess me up. Interesting. So there you I don't go. know if I, I, that's quite, wow. Uh, so, so I have all the things. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have everything wow. in your blood. And that's why you are the universal taker because everybody's blood has the proteins that are in yours, maybe just missing some, which is fine. Oh, boy, that is quite, that's pretty cool. I ne- I've never heard it explained that way before. Okay, there you go. Uh, so the positive comes from protein to the positive or negative or the, the, the presence of protein two or the lack thereof is the positive or negative. And right. the, the first protein is either a B a B or neither. Right. Exactly. What do you know? What are, what are those proteins? Like what? what I what, used what? to know that, but I do not anymore. <laughs> How <laughs> so, do you know that? How do you know that? Originally uh, back in high school, I wanted to major in biology. So I learned a lot about like blood types. Uh, I wanted to do microbiology specifically. So I learned a lot about blood types, the human okay. genome, kind of like DNA strands. Sure. Um, ATCG gang represent. Um, but I got nervous about it and I kind of wanted to lean into my desire at the time to help people, you know, make the world a little bit of a better place. Sure. So I actually changed my major to criminal justice and I was going to be police officer. Okay. Um, unfortunately when I graduated and could have joined an academy, there was a five year waiting period to become a police officer. Oh my goodness. Were they that inundated with applicants? Yeah. At the time. Oh my goodness. Wow. Um, so I just kind of got whatever jobs I could. And then I met Mel, my wife, Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was just thinking like, oh, well, you know, the, the, the pool of applicants is shrunk. I could probably try and go now, but I have a fiance at the time. Do I really want a job where I run into danger and like do that? So I decided to just kind of stick with what I was doing. And, um, yeah, it's, that's just kind of where I've been ever since, but I've, I've always thought about trying to get back into biology sometime, maybe. I mean, you speak very confidently of it. You say, I mean, you uh, had like a different cadence when you were talking about it and educating us on it. So like, it certainly sounds like there's still very much a desire there and and a, and a passion for it. There is. Um, absolutely. It's mostly just time and money at this point. You know, how yeah, I, certainly going back to school. Th- there's no real science based job that's easy to get into. Um, I am actually trying to. Um, find my way back into like pharmaceutical business more on the administrative side, but at least then I'm working for a company in a field similar to that, you know, where I might be more interested in moving around the company, things like that. Yeah. So I am trying in a way to get my foot back in that door, but time will tell, or, you know, if voice acting takes off or streaming or YouTube or whatever the heck I I'm not going to be picky about what I do for the rest of my life as long as it pays the bills. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, those things aren't mutually exclusive. You know, you could very well 
if you find like a stride in some of these more creative endeavors, I mean, you could end up, you know, having that be like one of your little side projects where you educate people on, you know, like what you're doing now. Like you can, you can be entertaining and educating at the same time. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, uh, what, what was it called? Uh, because science or the one with Kyle Hill and YouTube. Somebody. Uh, yeah. Out. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I used to watch that all the time. You know, that, that wouldn't be a bad idea to, to try and make something like that. Maybe. No, I would love to do stuff like that. You know, I'm very much a teacher at heart myself. It's, you know, I didn't pursue standard education because, um, essentially one of my teachers accidentally talked me out of it when they were the ones that talked me into it. Um, just because they told me about like, you know, they're like, you know, you have to do it out of passion. You can't, you won't make a lot of money. You'll take a lot of work home. You're off on the summers and you have to kind of fend for yourself. And they were doing, they were being real with me, which I appreciated. Um, you know, they said, you know, just so you know what you're getting into, because all my teachers growing up was like, Adam, you got to be a teacher. I was the first one to volunteer for presentations, always tutoring other kids. You know, like I enjoyed like working with like kids that had special needs. Like I always sat next to them in class to help them, you Mm -hmm. know, understand what they were doing. I just always kind of liked doing it. Uh, and I never really thought about it. I just kind of did it. Um, and so everybody, as long as I can remember, Adam, be a teacher, you got to go be a teacher. I got the the same thing with a psychiatrist. Oh yeah, that you should be a teacher. I was always like the, <clears throat> the you should be a psychiatrist. psychiatrist and everything. People would yep. come to me with their issues, and everybody, you know, I I love figuring out a way to explain something to somebody in a way that's easy and manageable. Like yeah, hopefully I'm, the whole blood type thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I I completely agree. Like that's something that I take a lot of pride in too. It's like, how can I take this thing like. Like when I'm learning something, oftentimes I'll try to relay like an analogy to whomever it is that's instructing me. That way I can make sure that I'm understanding it in language that makes sense to me. So that way I can translate that to someone else who may not, you know, like, because not not everybody learns the same way, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I like psych myself. I like studying like humanity, but I've never studied officially. I just know you know, I, I don't know, as an extrovert, I guess you get to know people in a way. So like, not that that qualifies me in any sort of way, but like, you know, but I do find it fascinating. Like I'm always like, why do people do what they do? Like, you know, um, but yeah, I definitely love the teacher mentality. I think, um, you know, it's, it's people want to learn, but they want to find it, you know, it's hard to keep people's attention nowadays. So you have to find a way to educate people in like an, an interesting way. And that's something that that's kind of gotten lost. You know, learning can be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not something you're particularly interested in. I have had teachers. I hate math. I absolutely hate math. Chemistry is what scared me away from biology. Yeah. But I have had teachers that made me love math. I've had, you know, I I play Dungeons and Dragons and I've never gotten so good at just adding quickly and subtracting quickly. And you would be <laughs> yeah. amazed how much that actually helps you in the real world. Yep. To be able to add and subtract simple numbers quickly. Yeah. And uh, you can learn anything as long as it's done in like a fun, interactive way, I feel. Yeah. And sometimes I think you can pique someone's interest even if they don't. You know, sometimes people don't know they want to learn something until they see the opportunity to learn it. You know, like I have friends who when they found out that I was a dance instructor immediately were like, oh, you know how do you do that? Could you show me? Like, where, if I never brought that up in a conversation, I would have never known that about them. They might have not have never known that they wanted to do that until they saw that there was an opportunity to learn it. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, sometimes you need to just present that like, hey, you know what? Maybe you didn't know you wanted to know how blood types worked, but now you know, and you're like, hey, I think I might want to look more into that. That was kind of fun to learn about. 
you know, right. like it's, those, you don't know what will inspire people. Those are my favorite kinds of facts to like, just spit out. Like the ones that are very easy to follow, very surface level, like, Hey, here's how blood types work. But it, it leads to such a, a big rabbit hole that if you are interested in, feel free, dig yourself into that rabbit hole, you know? Yeah. And it can lead to further discussion too. Like some people like to just have random factoids in their pocket because they want to sound cool. And they're like, hey, did you guys know that, you know, like the, my favorite one that I like to bust out when things get awkward, like, did you guys know your ears grow until you die? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I don't know why I would love, you know, but usually you're like, well, why is that? I'm like, I have no idea. We no should idea. Google it together and find out, you know, let's learn something together, you know, and like, Usually then, or something stupid like that, I'll bring up just to kind of like get a conversation going. I'm like, well, we should Google that. Or maybe someone in the, in the room will be like, actually, I do know why. Really? I didn't know you knew that. How do you know that? You know, and it could start a conversation, but like sometimes you don't know that that curiosity is there until you drop that sweet, that sweet little nugget that and see if people want to follow it, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm a big, I'm big on education too. So I feel, I feel you there. I really do. It is like, as a dance teacher, I'm very fascinated by like, a part of it is like, okay, this doesn't make sense to you. But when I presented it to that couple, they got it. So that it's exciting for me because I'm like, okay, what can I do based on what I know about you to make this physical skill physically and mentally make sense? So that mm-hmm. way you don't get emotionally distraught at this thing that you're trying not to fail at because right. people are afraid of failure, you know? It so like so hard to, to mess up all the time, but yeah. 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 I always, my, my new motto at the studio for a very long time was mess up with confidence, you know, like just crash with confidence because usually you're probably right. You're just too scared to try. Just go for it. Have fun with it. If anything, you'll do some other sort of, sort of cool move that I haven't thought of yet. Um, you know, uh, but anyway, like just, just, you know, to kind of swing back onto what, you know, and throwing it back to you. Um, like I heard that as you were saying it, as you were talking about it, your cadence changed, you sounded excited to talk about it. Uh, you have a very clear way that you presented it. And I thought this dude likes to teach. He likes this. <laughs> he likes this idea. Cause like, he's really into what he's saying right now. <laughs> it is definitely, you know? uh, I don't know if I've ever really looked into teaching. So, you know, like you said before, you're an extrovert. Mm-hmm. I am very much a introverted extrovert. Mm-hmm. I'm very able to hold my own in a conversation. Uh, actually we've, talked about this on discord um yeah but i do very very much still have a social battery that needs recharging after you know after something like this sure um so you know we'll do this maybe whatever we're doing after this we'll do that uh but after my friends leave i'll probably just go to bed (laughs) yeah yeah no i get it most of the people i know are like that (laughs) yeah you know, but but it's you hard straddling that line between introvert and extrovert because I do yeah. I do love talking to people. I love learning more about them, and when it's somebody charismatic that I can feed off of, it's very easy. Mm-hmm. The problem is, you know, when it's something I'm not as knowledgeable about. You know, how many times do you talk to somebody and blood types comes up? <laughs> right <laughs> unless you force it to come up you can find right. a way <laughs> find a- oh hey i know that football player his blood type is this yeah i wonder what his blood type is you know, but i i don't know sports at all i don't follow sports and yep that's still a big issue when i go to work and i have to work in the office you know everybody talks about their favorite sports team and everything and i'm, I'm just quiet <laughs> yeah i think um 
uh, I think there's a market for trying to help people in those types of situations. And I, I'm definitely considering making a series about it because like I thrive in those situations where either I'll just pretend that I know what I'm talking about or I'll just find a way to cheekily change the subject. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I would watch that as like an instructional yeah. video. Absolutely. Because yeah. like, you know, I, I, I've learned to, and it isn't about me. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the point is that like, uh, you know, I, I get it though. I, I do recognize a lot of people have those struggles. Um, but I do think too, that you have a good skill because like, uh, somebody else was telling me this. I think it was, I think Sam might've been telling me this where, uh, another one of our friends where I think she was saying like, it depends on who I'm around. Like I, I, I just a lot of people, even though they may be introverted or, or kind of awkward tend to match the energy of whomever mm-hmm. it is that they're around, which is a skill. Cause sometimes I struggle with that cause it's hard to turn it off once it's on. Um, but some people have a natural inclination, like, oh, that guy's bringing it. So I'm going to bring it or that person's kind of docile. So I'm going to be a little more docile. I um, am, you know, I'm very, um, I don't want to say I'm empathic like that, you know, like I, I don't believe necessarily in all of that energy stuff, but, um, that's neither here or there, but I am very empathetic to other people in that way. You know, the, sure. There are times where I've walked into a room and if somebody's in a bad mood, I'm just Im- immediately in a bad mood. Sure. I don't even need to talk to you. I don't even need to really even look at you. I can just kind of feel it and it puts me right in that headspace. But the same is op- uh, is true for the opposite. You know, I talk to somebody who's happy and charismatic and I'm able to feed off that energy and I'm fine. Yeah, I can talk like this all day. Yeah. I mean, but that empathy is a big thing. Like humans are very empathetic creatures and typically, you know, like we, we mirror a lot of what we see and feel, <laughs> you know? Um, so just kind of being aware of it is again, it's a skill being a self-awareness is I've been calling it a skill for a long time now because like it is a skill. Oh, like absolutely. a lot of people, again, it's, sometimes I wonder like some people who are just abrasive all the time. I'm like, do they know that they're abrasive? Like, do they know you know, like sometimes like, oh, that guy's an asshole or that lady sucks. But like, maybe they don't even know <laughs> that they're right. upsetting people. Like they don't just understand, you know, and there are some people who are slightly neurodivergent and some who are more so neurodivergent and they may not even get it. And some people are just socially just inept. I mean, that's just kind of a shitty word, but like, you know, they just don't get it. They don't recognize it. So sometimes you're like, do you know that you're kind of a dick? Like, do you recognize that the things you say hurt people, you know, and it's <laughs> or annoy people? It's not even- something you can learn unless you really go out of your way to do it yeah it's just something you either kind of have or develop subconsciously yeah and it makes or- it so hard to kind of like help somebody who isn't as empathetic to others because it's like how do i even tell you that hey you know, it would be nice if you weren't such an asshole. Like, how do I do that? Without sounding like an <laughs> yeah, asshole? Exactly. That's a whole other, that's a whole other social <laughs> parameter that people struggle with, which I also have had my own struggles with, but yeah, it is hard, you know, because we're all capable of just being oblivious. The only one in the room that doesn't realize what you've done, you know, but oh, like, I've been there. Yeah. you know, <laughs> but I think some people are more off than others. And it's kind of hard to approach that without being like, Hey, do you, you know, do you know what you're, do you recognize what you've done, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. without sounding like a dickhead, but yeah, you're right. Um, man, I could talk to stuff for hours, Danny. We got to do more of this kind of discussion no, in the future, absolutely. man. Absolutely, Sure. 
This yeah, is, this is amazing. I was nervous yeah. before we started. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know what? Here's a question that I think um, uh, was an interesting one. This one is posted by someone on Reddit named uh, Drink Like Tyrion. Drink Like Tyrion. I'm guessing that's a Tyr- character well, in that's it. That's a Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Um, it says, dudes, is it quote unquote gay to ask another dude what cologne they're wearing? <laughs> and, <laughs> and they. <laughs> And they go on to say, firstly, I do not care about sexual preferences. I accept anyone as they are, but I'm an avid cologne wearer, which is a sentence I've never said. Nope. <laughs> like I love, I wear cologne, but I wouldn't call myself avid. <laughs> but like I wear it daily. I buy all kinds. I enjoy smelling cologne on myself and on others. A few years ago, I was with a few buddies and had asked another male friend what cologne he was wearing. Another male friend snapped quickly and said, dude, don't ever ask anyone that. Are you gay? So, dudes, is it weird or gay? How would you react? So, what do you, what's what are your thoughts on that? Dan? Oh man, well, you can I can definitely say my friend group is nowhere near the same as theirs. Um, <laughs> so, you may have noticed just from me and how I am, but sure. uh, my friend group we tend to get pretty goofy with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very much all of us are huggers. Like when we see each other, guy or girl, it really doesn't matter. I'll hug you. Yep. And um if one of my friends happened to have cologne on that day, I'd probably make a thing of it and like give them a hug and go, mm-hmm. Oh dude, you smell amazing. What is that? Holy testicle Tuesday. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> if I wasn't gay before, I will be now. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, you know. So like uh, none of my friends I don't think would ever be like, dude, you can't do that. That's so gay. Like no, we, we lean into that stuff. And the, none of the friends I'm thinking of off the top of my head right now, as far as I know, are. But, you know, we just mess around. Who cares? We'll do that in public. We, I, I don't care if people think I'm gay. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I think this themselves. is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, for me, it's like, you know, I, I think the line is like, you have to be careful if you're going to say it to a stranger, you know, that's fair. Yes. You know, I like I think a stranger, I mean, I might, but I think, you know, I can, I'm a little bit easier at having an easier time disarming people where I'm like, you know, I just walk past them. We're like, wow, something smells really good. Like, what is that? You know, that way I'm not directing it at anybody in particular, you know, but typically mm-hmm. cologne is not meant to be smelled like, you know, Unless like you're really close to somebody, like if I can smell you eight feet, nine feet away, like you put on too much, um, you know, it's supposed to be subtle. Um, you know, it's supposed to be like, you know, or at least maybe more potent when someone gets close to you. That's the whole point is to like, you know, have them at least that's my understanding of why other, why else would you wear cologne? It might also Um, just be a cologne users kind of attitude. So personally, I wouldn't ever ask anybody what their cologne is, but I don't wear it. Um, right. I just shower, put on deodorant. I'm okay with just smelling nothing or, fre- you know, hint of soap I used. Um, hint of soap is my day. cologne. Hint of soap, the cologne. Sounds for mad. I love um, hint of soap. It- <laughs> Want to smell like you showered yesterday? Yes, a hint of hint of uh, what's that one? Irish Spring. <laughs> hint of Irish Spring. Um, but. It also comes from the fact that um, I am very much like the stereotypical allergic kid 
I'm allergic to everything. Mm. Um, I get asthma really easy. I always have to have like an inhaler within arm's reach kind of guy. Sure, sure. Um, so too much cologne. A little cologne is fine. But when you get people walking by that just cloud themselves in that or just Axe. Half a can of Axe body spray. <laughs> or, um, you know, you, you sometimes get people that have way too much perfume. Same or like deal. those body spritzers that you can smell across the room. It's yes. like, oh, I smell cherries, but way too many cherries. Like, <laughs> It's like when I can start to smell the chemical composition of it, yeah. you put way too much on. That will set me off. So then I feel really bad because you walked by me and I went. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, 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 what an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but. It was an autonomous know, reaction. That, I'm sorry. Perfume and cologne just immediately closed my windpipe. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, that is a thing. My little brother was guilty of that. Like, I used to use Axe in high school, but it was very much just like a spritz on the neck and one down my pants. Um, you know, my brother would just, you would hear about five five to ten just compressed seconds of... I'm like, oh my God, dude. Oh, God. Yeah, but, but, but since my adult life, since, since my adult life started around late 17 into 18, I've actually used the same one until it was discontinued. And then I used the next closest one of a bottle of Adidas. It was called Adidas Sport, but I don't, I've never been able to find it since. But I found one close to it called like Ice Dive or some shit like that. And I can make that bottle last like a year <laughs> with how little I use it, just, just enough. And um, I've been using the same thing since I was 18 years old, practically. Um, I do have to say, life pro tip, I switched from, so I always use Dove for men. Yeah, I use um, Dove body wash. <clears throat> it's what my dad actually used, so when I mm-hmm. grew up, I would just use it as well, and I just stuck with it. And when I got a little bit older, and I moved out of the house, my dad always had the spray can. I switched to roll-on. Mm-hmm. It has its disadvantages, but it's not freezing when you put it on oh and yeah for me that is just the worst i'm like shaking whenever i have to put on spray on deodorant because i know it's going to be freezing and my armpit is just gonna immediately it's, get frostbite it's already a sensitive area and you're gonna spray it with cold air with right cold and fog i'm like shaking my whole body is like no don't press that button mm-hmm. uh switching to roll on really really helped with that i will say yeah. it has its own issues but I would say that was a big plus for me. Yeah, yeah. Pro tip, you know. To, you know, pro tip. To, give it a try. If give it a try. For you. Let us know how you like it. Uh, you know, um, you know. Uh, go to the website. Send us a speak pipe. Let us know. Funnelsellersnetwork dot com. Um. So, uh, yeah, I think no, it's not gay to ask somebody, especially Absolutely if it's a friend. Not. If it's a friend or a buddy that like they should love you and trust you anyway. You're like, yeah, man, you smell good. What is that that you're wearing? Like, you know, maybe, I, maybe I'll go look in that same shop or, you know, I've been told I smell good from people that I'm, mm-hmm. you know, but usually it's cause like we're hugging, you know, I'm also a hugger. So I'll get that a lot. Like, you know, usually, usually the people who are a little bit closer to my height when we hug, we'll be like, oh, Hey, what's, you know, you smell nice. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You know, it was, I, I it was try to avoid using gay in a negative way like that. It's who cares? Oh yeah, for who sure. Cares? For sure. For sure. And you know, if somebody says, "Are you gay?" You can. See, I, I get asked Maybe. that a lot when uh-huh. when people when people find out if I compliment men or if or that I'm a dance instructor, I automatically hear that assumption. Oh, are you are you gay? And usually, I just say enough. 
you know, <laughs> I just haven't you know, met the right guy yet, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that, you know, he's just like, oh, I'm gay enough. Sure. You know, <laughs> gay enough to say, gay enough to say, I love that shirt on you. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm you know? all for men complimenting, hugging each other, you know, absolutely. I'm, I'm all for that stuff, man. Men. It, it, it's, it's hard, right? Cause especially with that kind of crowd, it's like that there's an expectation of you have to be manly. You have to, uh, not bring up certain things, keep emotions aside. Nah, screw all that. Yeah. Screw. Especially, especially if like, especially if like, like, you know, it'd be different. He said, Oh, Hey, you smell like shit. Tell me what cologne you're wearing. So I don't buy it. Oh God. I took a drink when you said, that. yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, which one would you rather hear? You smell good or Hey, you smell like ass dude, like change your cologne. Cause I've told several dudes, including my own flesh and blood, you smell like shit, whatever you have on, take it off, go shower. You know, like it's awful. <laughs> like that's so what I mean, sometimes you need that kick in the ass. Yeah. Like someone needs to tell you like, or if you're like, or if you just, you know, somebody who just like I know a guy, you know, again, I don't discriminate against people who live that weed smoke in life. That's fine. But I used to, a friend of mine had a boyfriend who very much was the tie dye hoodie wearing long hair mm-hmm. glasses, you know, the kind of typical kind of seventies look at, or was it sixties hippie look, right? Yeah. Like very um, kind of. Yeah. And you know, and it's fine, but like he wore the same hoodie everywhere and he never washed it. And it was, became a mix of like weed and BO. And it was just, I, it was hard to be around him. And he hugged me once and I couldn't get the stink off me. And I was like, most of that is BO. He doesn't wash this fucking hoodie. And like one time he come in, I was like, you gotta leave that hoodie outside, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and it, it sucks. Cause I don't want to be an asshole. Right. Like, right, but people need to know. It's like if you have food in your know. teeth or if you stink or if like you have something on your face or on your lip when you're eating. Like people want to know. It's a little embarrassing, but I would rather somebody tell me that like I'm the offensive in some way <laughs> instead of me continuing to make other people uncomfortable when I find out like a year later why all of a sudden I'm not invited to the weddings and the parties anymore. Absolutely. You know, you know like I mean, that's one of those times where you got to hurt someone's feelings in the short term so that way they can be more comfortable in the long term. You know, like nothing's worse where you find out later where someone's like, hey, they don't want to hang out with you anymore because you're abrasive or because you stink or because like, you know, I, I mean, or for whatever other reasons it may be, you got to tell, you got to break that mold. You got to tell them. <laughs> you right, got to tell absolutely. them. And actually, um, we, we were talking before about, um, about something like this, but I always tell people, cause I, I'm very, I'm a, I'm a prankster. I'm a jokester. You know, I, sure. I have no problem making fun of people. I have no problem being made fun of, mm-hmm. but I always tell people, look, I, I make fun of people. It's what I, it, it's just my sense of humor. If anything I say ever bothers you, or if you don't like it, just tell me and I will leave you alone. Yeah, that's it. Like, I'm sorry. I'm, it's basically like, I, I know I'm going to default to this. It's a disclaimer. I want you to know. <laughs> yeah. I want you to know ahead of time. I mean, nothing by it. I do not dislike you in any way or anything in fact if i make fun of you it means i like you yes the respectable um, man in this conversation is a, is a paid actor none of this is real <laughs> <laughs> but but i do warn people like hey you know when i get silly i'm i might just blurt out a joke or make fun of you and i fully expect it done to me but if it bothers you or if i touch on a subject you don't like just let me know i'll make a mental note of it to not do it yeah you know, and it's it's good to put those out there, but some people use those as a buffer to be like, well, I told you guys I was an asshole. It's like, but that doesn't mean it's, you know, like if someone tells you to quit, that means to quit. So you have that awareness where you're like, hey, you know what? If something I say bothers you, let me know and I'll drop it. 
you know, but some people are like, I'm just letting you know I'm an asshole. And that's just who I am. <laughs> like, well, that's what I was getting at before is we were talking about that. That's kind of self-awareness. Like, yeah, I know enough about myself to know that, hey, uh, I will make fun of you. It's yeah. going to happen. I may not even mean to do it. Uh, and I'm sorry in advance and I won't. I'll make it sure not to do it if yep. you tell me. It's the same with me where like I know that I'm very energetic. I know I get excitable when I'm around people. And sometimes I I also I'm just like, again, maybe I might not make a disclaimer. Usually people will disclaim for me. They're like, oh, that's Adam. That's just kind of what he does. Like, you know, he's friendly. He's exciting. He means what he says, but he's also very energetic. Um, so I do have people who know me enough that there's like, it's not like, oh, he's nice once you get to know him. It's more like, you know what? He's, he's, he means what he says. He just has a lot of energy, right. you know, but usually I'll say, Hey, I'm just really excited. I like people, you know, I'm very outgoing, um, whatever. Cause some people don't trust it right away. If I'm like, Hey, how you doing? Tell me about you. Or, um, or like, Hey, you know, I can go get that for you. Don't worry about it. I got you. And I'm just like, yeah, I kind of trust this guy. He's a little too friendly. Like I get like why people might I've, be. I've involved. had that too, where people are like, I don't like him. He seems fake. And I'm like, no, I'm just right. And it's just I like, honestly it's like, just like people. <laughs> right. And it's hard because like, you know, they're like, well, what do you want? I'm like nothing, but like your friendship, I guess. <laughs> I just want to hang out. Yeah. yeah. I get to know you. you. Know, yeah. Like I don't want anything other than just to, you know, to have fun. So, you know. I'm trying to read that though because I recognize that like I scare people, so I try to come in a little <laughs> less hot. <laughs> I guess it's you not know? as big a deal for me because um, I do have that bit of an introverted side. So usually I won't go up and talk to somebody unless I happen to see that they have my kind of sense of humor beforehand. Sure, um, like a little little bit of doing your homework before you get in there. A little bit, like if I were to go to a party and I saw somebody laughing and having a good time talking about something I know, you know anime video games whatever right then i'll go join that conversation see where it goes i'm not i'm not gonna walk up to everybody at the party and just start throwing one-liners and, and seeing what sticks That's yeah just not I, me. i'm the one that goes like minesweeper for like the awkward people that aren't talking or or the ones that are petting the dog or the ones that are sitting in the corner <laughs> or the ones that are staring at the fire if it's a bonfire not talking usually i'm like hey what's your deal <laughs> what's up with yeah, you but that's that's good though i would love that because i'm <laughs> if i'm just sitting on the sidelines and somebody that i'd give that an opportunity absolutely yeah usually i'm just like hey i'm just swinging through i haven't you know i've i haven't got a chance to meet you or like oh hey you know you're so and so right like how do you know you know usually just to kind of strike it up or say hey is it cool if i sit with you just that way like it kind of disarms people a little bit you know because you know i've been in that situation before like i really kind of grew into the myself you know like that a little bit more outgoing where like sometimes you go somewhere and you don't really know how to engage and i'm recognizing that it's not a skill that everybody possesses right away but just like you said if i like if i'm like if i spot they've got like a pokemon tattoo i'll say oh hey did you get the most recent pokemon game you know like i'll try to like or like how do you feel about pokemon go like usually i'm like if, if i can get them talking about something i know they're excited about then they'll kind of relax right. you know so i try to find some sort of cue or clue that's just like, what is it that I could get this person kind of energized a bit, you know? Mm -hmm. um, uh, and so, and, uh, and not to like bring up Super Mario frustration again, but that's kind of what happened with us. Like you said something, <laughs> I was like, oh, like I already knew I kind of liked you, but like then you said that, and I was like, he knows that. Hit <laughs> the blue he gets my humor. <laughs> and then that's when we started really talking to each other, and, and well, this happened. Yeah, you know, I think it's and these are always so fun to do because like it gives me an opportunity like, you know, when Josh and I first started it from he and I to spend more time together and we started doing guests and it really, you know, I, I started a podcast called Shares a lot 
the very first one I ever did, which was a way for me to express myself, but also look for opportunities to bring other people on to get to know them. So like, I enjoy doing stuff like this. Like this is, this is like power for me. I recognize it isn't for everyone else, but you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's huge for me. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, to my new year's resolution is to try and get out there a bit more. Yeah. Um, I'm very reclusive when it comes to just my general life. I, I will answer you if you send me a message, let's say, but it's very rare for me to initiate and I yeah. don't mean anything bad by it. It's just how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to fix that. I'm trying to talk to people more. I know joining your discord was actually a big jump for me for that. Uh, it's why I'm signing up for pretty much everything I can get my hands on. Good for you. Uh, I'm just That's trying awesome. to get out there more. You know, I want to do more than just play video games and go to work. Yeah, you and, and play video games, but talk to people. It's still yeah, something and the, more. And the thing is, is like I think um, you know it, it's a good mentality. Like because you said the word "fix," and that's a word that jumps out to me when people say like, "Oh, I need to fix this." Like as long as it's a problem to you that needs fixed. Like as long as you don't think, as long as you're not fixing it for anybody else, you know, maybe a significant other, perhaps if like you're trying to find a middle ground, maybe. But like you know, if 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 it's something that you want to remedy, that you think you can improve upon yourself in some way, then yeah, man, fucking run with it, dude. I think that's awesome. More, you know, life, life happens outside your comfort zone, man, you know, but you have to find your own gradual enter entrance into it. You know, it it helps a lot that this isn't something I feel like I have to fix. I don't, you know, I'm not sitting there like, Oh my God, my life is so awful. I never talked to anybody. Like I'm perfectly happy. Uh, I'm an only child, so I'm, I'm perfectly happy keeping myself entertained. But I was like, mm. you know what? It would be cool if I just got myself out there more and talked to people a bit more and didn't just spend all my time alone or alone with my wife. Like, actually got out there. I'm trying to, to get us to do some more stuff in our lives, too. Like, we went curling not too long ago. Sweet. How many people go curling? Yeah, man. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I mean, good for like, you. I think that's a like great mentality. This. Yeah. Good for you. Um, I think I wish, you know, I'm I'm very similar, but you know, that's a whole other discussion for another time, but I do think that that is a great mentality. Um, speaking of which I actually have one more question. If you got one more in you. Sure. Um, um, and so before we get to the last question, just for everybody, because I think I'm going to try to change up the format slightly. Um, you know, uh, if you want to send questions in, because I have gotten a few, uh, if you go to funinstallersnetwork.com and you go to where the store page is, uh, I think it's on it's past the store page. I might be wrong. Cass might be mad at me, but she told me to talk about this more. <laughs> but there's a little link called SpeakPipe. You can click on it to send us a message. So if you have a question about like that you want me to play on the show or that you want me to listen to and answer, or if you just want to say hi, you know they are fielded. So if you're going to say something vulgar, it's not going to make it. So don't do it. Um, but we would love to hear from you. We've been getting a few, so it'd be nice to hear some more. Um, and if you want to send any questions, go to at role players, win on Twitter. That's, that's me. Or if you want to say hi to Danny, Danny, you're on Twitter, ain't you? Uh, well, no, not really. Oh, no, you're not. No, you're well, the, role, the role players, guild. the role players guild, which is on Twitter. Uh, we do D and D streams and, uh, I am also, I am going to try and stream more often at Danny underscore guarantee. So feel free to drop by, ask me anything, yeah. ask me things on the role players guild. Um, Twitter, it's very easy to remember because it's just the role players like these guys, but the guild yeah, version. Yeah, and, you know, f- find one of us and look for their followers on their follower list and find the other one for pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, once you find one of us, you'll probably find all of us. Yeah, likely. We're all kind of in a little niche. Niche. Niche? 
Nietzsche. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I just kind of want to drop that in there cause we'd love to hear from you. Um, and so uh, I'm trying to be a little bit better about, you know, 2020, 2023 is for me is what I call my new year's resolution. Ooh, like and that. I'm looking, I'm looking to ask more that I want from people and it would be really great to hear from you. So reach out on Twitter or say hi to the speak pipe. It'd be really cool. Uh, and stop by and say hi to Danny. He's getting that stream back up and running. So, Absolutely. you know, come in. I told you come I want to get support. out more. So ask me things. Make me, Fuck yeah. make me interact with people. AMA. Ask me anything. There you go. Um, AMA. <laughs> um, all right. So our final question comes from Reddit, which is from someone by the name of National Salt 5411. Um, and their question is, how do I be an adult? Which kind of ties into what we were talking about a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they ask, they say, my mom has babied me my entire life. Today, I brought it up with her and she snapped at me. I just want to be independent, but I really don't know how, and she won't teach me. I don't know how to find a job. I don't know how to eventually get an apartment. I feel like I don't know anything. So they're looking for like some tips, which again, this is a pretty pretty big question. So it's not one I think that we can answer like succinctly, but I think there are ways to kind of, you know, you've already taken like a step, right? To recognize like, God, I don't know how to do anything. Right. You know, so that's, like- That's what a lot of it is. I mean- Yeah. So what do you think? I think the biggest thing to understand when it comes to being an adult is there is no right way to do it. There is no real, as long as you're not hurting yourself or others, there's no real wrong way to do it. You do it your way. And it's something like I had to struggle a lot with. I, um, you know, I, I like to stream. I like to voice act. I like to do a lot of very artsy things. I come from a family of business people. So there was a whole lot of the whole of like, oh, well, you know, drawing and and voice acting and things like that. Those are great hobbies, but those aren't jobs. And uh, that's that's a mold that I've had to work very hard to kind of get myself out of. And it helped a lot that uh, my wife was a film major. You know, she was trying to get a job at the time in an artsy kind of place. But I'm going off on a tangent. You just got to take it one step at a time, you know, and and Google is your friend and there are no stupid questions on the Internet. If you need help finding a place to live, Google, how do I find an apartment? Look for like um, a very easy to read example on where you can look. Um, There are websites, you know, listing websites that have all these different places and then just start talking to them. Um, places like Reddit, honestly, have been good resources for things like that. Explain like I'm five is one of my favorite subreddits because it's yes, me too. Just easy to understand. <laughs> I like don't blood do types. well with tech lingo. <laughs> you um, know, like you, you could answer a blood type question on Reddit with uh, explain like I'm five. <laughs> I, I did. I think I did once. I, I, that surprises me not, (laughs) (laughs) but, but the, the main thing for being an adult is, is really just identifying what you need and taking it one step at a time, you know, put them in order. What, what do I need the most right now? Put them in order and just break it down into manageable chunks. Don't just say I need money or I need a job. Say like, okay, I need a job. I need to look for a job. I need to Figure out what kind of job I like or want to do. What kind of pay do I need? Um, you know, if a list seems too big and unmanageable, break it down into manageable chunks and do one or two chunks a day. 
That's it. Take it one step at a time, one day at a time. And the next thing you know, you'll have all your ducks in a row and you'll be an adult. Yeah. Uh, for me, smart goals are huge. Like, um, like especially like goals, I've been very big about setting goals that are measurable and that are time sensitive because I think those are the ones that like people typically drop by accident. So like when you said like, I need money. Well, how much money do you need? For what do you need it? And like, at what time frame do you want to make X amount of money? But, or is it, I need a job? It's like, okay, well, that's something measurable. You know, you get a job, you can, you, I have job, but you can say, okay, I'm going to try to apply to five different jobs tonight, you know, before I go to bed. Like, that's a measurable thing. Did you accomplish that task before you went to bed? Did you check off all five things? Did you apply to five mm -hmm. places? If you didn't, that doesn't mean that you failed. That means you get to try again tomorrow. But you can say, okay, well, I got three out of five that looked interesting to me. Or at least you got something done. But if you say, oh, I got to look for a job, what you're going to do is you're going to go on Craigslist, or you're going to go on Indeed, or you're going to go on whatever, and you're going to surf and think that you're not good enough for that job or that you're not qualified for that job, or that your resume is not updated or whatever. Real. And then you're just going to keep scrolling and get nothing done. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know, that's like so real to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's, uh, but, but I mean, it's true. Like, and I say this because I've lived it. And so like, you know, like for me, well, I have something else I want to say in regards to the definition of being an adult, but like, as far as setting goals is concerned, I think it's, it, for me, measurability is so huge because I have struggled to accomplish goals until I set a number. Like, my first goal, big goal during the pandemic, right? Because I knew the world was shutting down. It was looking that way. So I resolved January 1st, 2020, I'm going to record 52 episodes of Shares A Lot. It was a podcast I was thinking about doing, and I got the name on a random conversation with a friend of mine who said, boy, Adam, you sure do share a lot about yourself. And I just heard the word share a lot is like, sir shares a lot. And then I just tweaked it from there. Yeah. But like, but like, I went to shares a lot in 52 episodes. I recorded, no, I didn't do one every week for every week. I, I some I batch recorded, but the goal wasn't to do one a week. It was to have 52 episodes for every week. And I did that over the course of about five to six months. I recorded 52 separate episodes of shares a lot, actually a few more than that. But that was how I could measure how am I doing? You know, I'm at 30 episodes and I've got eight months left in the year. I'm doing really well. I'm doing it, you know, and, and, and it got easier the more I kept doing it. Um, but again, not everybody works that way, but I do believe that you have to have at least, if nothing else, a measurable thing that you can, with mm -hmm. that, that you can put a number on. And if a number doesn't make sense, then put a time frame on a month, uh, two weeks, five days, by the end of the day, something that you can track. Like you okay. need that. Going off of that, uh, something I've noticed is a lot of adulting is is figuring out the best way to set goals and problem solve that works for you. So, right. Adam, you were just saying, you know, you wanted you, you set a long term goal. I want 52 episodes done within this year. For me, that wouldn't work as well. For, um, I'd find myself procrastinating. I'd start getting anxious about it. But for me. It would actually be easier to say, I'm going to do one, at least one or more episodes per week. And I would actually, it, it, I would make a checklist of each week and what I, you know, what I want the episode to be on and check it. Cause for me, it, it helps a lot if I have a checklist that I can look at and oh, yeah. cross things off and be like, that is done. I'm making, it reminds me I'm making progress. 
and if it, and it feels good, it feels so good to check something off. You're like, yeah, oh, absolutely, did it. You know, I but love that. A bit, a big thing is to find what works for you. Everyone is different. There is no right or wrong way to figure out how to adult. It's just you do the best you can in a way that works for you, and that allows you to you know live hopefully comfortably, ideally. You don't need to be a millionaire. You don't need to make it big. As long as you got enough money to have what you want in a nice place, you know, that's that's perfect for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think uh, just to kind of flip, flip back around to the, just the idea of like, I feel like I don't know anything. She won't teach me. Uh, I don't know how to be an adult. Like the main question, how do I be an adult? Like that definition, kind of what you were saying, like what works for you is all dependent on what you de- define as happiness or success. Um, when I was in 12th grade, at the beginning of an economics class, my teacher, Mr. B, put a phrase up on a definition of a word up on the wall. And he said, everybody write this down on a note card and tuck it into your binder. And at the end of the year, we're going to look at this. But before we do, I'm going to quiz you on what the definition of this word is. And it was the word success. And the definition he wrote down was the progressive realization of personal predetermined and worthwhile goals. And I remembered it because I was like, oh, you think I'm not going to remember Mr. B, but by the end of the year, I'm, I'm going to know. Cause, and he didn't warn us. On the very last day of school, before we all exited, he goes, hey, who can tell me what the definition of success is? And man, I, I oh, crushed it. I was so good. <laughs> but, like, but something he pointed out at the end of it, he goes, and he, I remember him saying like, but success is, he, he said, focus on the personal part. You know, like everything is particular to the person setting the goals for success. You know, goals are part of success, but like it's about what you define as, you know, that goal. So success is defined by you. So, you know, if you think being an adult is having an apartment and having a job, then, hey, man, you got two bullet points already. You know, that's huge. Like already kind of knowing where you're Mm -hmm. going, at least something to shoot for. Like, that's it. But if you're just sitting there, like, if you just want to be, if you become unproductive because you're like, well, no one taught me, so I'm not going to try. Well, then you only have yourself to blame. Like, you know, because again, you live in an age where if you can post a question on Reddit, I mean, you've taken a step just to ask some strangers on the internet to maybe give you advice. Is it all going to be good advice? Probably not. Because that is what adults do. They ask for help. help. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with it. Um, So really, you know, being an adult and success and having a wonderful life is all dependent on you. Like you may have kids, you may not, you may get married, you may, you may not, you may travel or you won't, you know, you may never leave your hometown or maybe you'll get as far away from it as you want, (laughs) you know, like it's really up to you. And as long as you truly feel comfort and happy and loved with what you're doing, then that's up to you. As Danny said earlier, and something I truly believe, as long as you're not hurting anybody or yourself, then then what? I mean, who am I to tell you what to do? And you're doing, you know, yeah. you know, you just don't don't do anything that you know is going to impact somebody else's life in a terrible way, you know, or your own. Right. You know, don't, don't hurt become others a, to help yourself. Yeah. Don't just, become a, a hateful incel because you haven't oh, succeeded God. in life. You know. My my but, whole thing is uh, at the end of the day, when I'm on my deathbed, I want to look back at my life. And I want to be happy with what I see. That is my entire mantra for life. It's simple. It doesn't constrain me. It's just, I want to be happy. I I recognize that this is my one life. I don't want to 
climb the career ladder up to the point where I'm working 80 hour weeks and then I'm on my deathbed like, man, I wish I spent more time at home. I don't want to be a burden on everybody and sit on my deathbed and think, oh man, everybody probably hated having me around. You know, I just want to look at my at my life at the end and be happy with it. And that that's really all you need to do is just every day, one one step at a time, do what makes you happy. Do what you have to do to live, obviously. But just you got your one life. Spend as much of it as you can doing things that make you happy. Yep. And just as a quick aside, um, a lot of people, I used to work in a nonprofit organization that uh, helped people find resources. And I learned a lot about resources that I didn't even know were available. Um, You know, and a big part of, you know, if you are struggling or if you do need help or if you don't really know who to turn. And this is for anybody, whether you don't know how to be an adult or if you're a struggling adult that doesn't know how to survive and keep your head above water anymore. There are organizations out there that are constructed to help people in those situations. Most of the time you can get in. Uh, I don't know if the rest of the country has this. I haven't done a lot of research, but I know at least here in PA, uh, if you dial 211 or if you go to 211.org, like you can search your city, your your county, um, and this 211 company, their whole shtick is to funnel you to places that apply to what you're seeking, whether it's you need food benefits, or if you need help with paying your electricity, or if you need to find classes on like getting your GED or whatever it may be. Like there are programs out there that are designed specifically to help people who don't know where to go. So don't be afraid of that. Like there's nothing wrong with using those services if you need them, right? But learn to wean yourself off of them because sometimes what happens is like, you become so reliant upon it the same way you may be reliant upon your mother or your father or your uncle, whoever you stay with that like you need to eventually learn how to like fly on your own. But those are there to help hold you up just like your friends. If you have them, you know, or your family who wants to support you until you can kind of start walking on your own, you know, so don't be afraid to look at those. And if they, they may tell you, Hey, you know what? You're not in a situation that this applies to you, but this may be, um, and then take advantage of that, you know, but make sure that if they give you a plan that you stick with it, because I've seen a lot of people who I direct to these services who use them, abuse them, and then run away from them when they get what they need because they don't want to commit to a plan. As long as you commit to the plan, set those smart goals, following a passion of something that you define as what's going to make you happy. That way you can live with the least amount of regrets in your life. You know, there's nothing wrong with being somebody who wants to live and taking advantage of services that are there to help you do just that. There's so, never anything wrong with asking for help as long as you need. Absolutely not. You know, so, you know, there's nothing. I mean, you took this person took a step by at least going to Reddit. You know, maybe Absolutely. they're too awkward to ask somebody in person. So they asked, you know, they asked online hoping to get a good answer. Maybe you got some good advice. Maybe you didn't. Um, but the fact that you're at least asking is a start. Just don't stop there. And don't you think to yourself like, oh, the Reddit thread didn't work out. So I guess I'm screwed, you know? <laughs> and you know what? It's It's not just you like oh my god it's a hard world it is we live in hard times we we do let's be real for a second we live in hard times like if you need help adulting because it feels like it's way too much that's because it's a lot it's It's a lot it's, (laughs) it's not like it's something easy that you're not getting it's it's almost like i've noticed this a lot because i'm getting to that age where all of my 
uh, friends or like family, extended family and stuff are all having children. Same. You always think your parents knew what they were doing. You always think parents know in general what they're doing. They do not. They're winging it. They're doing the best they can every day. And adulting is the same way. It's a bunch of people that look like they know what they're doing. Just winging it, doing the best they can. Yeah. If every everything you see on a Facebook video or an Instagram video or a blog post, you know, people are just trying to put the part that they're proud of for people to see, but you don't know the struggles they're having that led to those things mm-hmm. eventually. You know, like you a lot of people that you may see, like the people you idolize on TV or on YouTube that you want to be just like, if you think that they have no problems, you're out of your mind. You know, like everybody, like, like Danny said, everybody's kind of just doing, you know, I always said with my parents, like, I know that they did the best that they thought that they could do with what they had. I, they, they had way more potential than they had, but that was what they thought their potential was at the time for whatever their struggles, for whatever their downfalls and everything that happened post and pre, um, you know, that's what they thought was the best that they could do, you know, but ultimately you can see the guy in the fancy suit or the lady, you know, driving the nice car or whatever it is that you think is success, but, you know, and they may be happy, but that doesn't mean that they are without their struggles. And so, you know, something that really helped me was one of my uncles when I was a kid, um, went back to college when he was in his forties. Um, and I, as a little boy, I thought that was weird. I'm like, what are you going back to school for? Like, why do you need to do that? And the first thing he said was, well, you know, I like learning, you know? And he's like, and I know that there's a lot that I don't know. And I will never forget him saying, you know, I just like learning. But then eventually he, he liked learning so much that he became a teacher there at the college, like five years later after getting his degree. Um, and you know, I haven't kept touch with him in a really long time, but I remember even now as a 34 year old man thinking like, whenever I feel humbled where I think I should really have my life together, there's a parts of me that really think like, I'm not living where I want to live. I don't have the job that I want, you know, but like people live to be like 80 years old now, dude. I, my boss at the dance studios pushing 90 and he still dances waltz like a fucking machine. Damn. And like, like again, like if you take care of yourself enough that you can keep pursuing the things you want, man, crash with confidence. That's what I say. Fuck up as many times as you can, as long as you learn from it and you try to do better the next time around, you know, like I see it as a challenge. It's like playing dark souls in real life. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, life's going to kick my ass a bunch, but as long as I don't stay down, like pff, I'm going to make it, I'll be okay. You know, and you will be too, as long as you just, I know it's easier said than done, but ask for help, you know, reach out to the people that love you. Don't think that the, you're burden on them. If they say, Hey, reach out to me, then fucking do it. You know, but like, just know that you don't have to stack yourself up against anybody else. You're in a race against yourself and that's it. You know, if you yep. feel like you've come out a little bit better than you were yesterday, then you're winning, you know? Don't let your past self win. Be better than you were yesterday. That's all you got to do, you know? And then like Danny said, you know, just as long as you're doing what makes you happy, you're not hurting yourself or anybody else, and you're you're doing well, man. You're doing Actually, it. Actually, I want to swing us back a bit, just, just a bit to uh, what you were saying on Facebook and all these other social medias where you have to remember you're looking at only the best moments. Yep. Um, just life pro tip, morning, whatever. Don't underestimate how much that affects you. I actually Mm -hmm. stopped using Facebook and all social media completely a couple years ago because I was drowning in the feeling that my life was 
awful compared to everyone else's. Everybody else is posting pictures of vacations. I just got laid off. You know, somebody else is posting a picture about how they got a promotion. I'm looking for jobs. And it's so easy to not only lose yourself in that mentality of like, oh, I have it. I must be doing something wrong because everybody else has these great lives and I'm struggling. But it's also so easy to forget or not realize that that's happening. Honestly, I think it would it it would do a lot of people a favor and take the advice if you want. If you don't know hard feelings, step away from all social media for a week, just one week. Stop looking at what other people are doing. Stop looking at only the good parts of their lives. And you will start to see that everybody is kind of struggling just as much as you are. Mm-hmm. And it, it really does a lot to help your self-esteem to know that you're not alone. Yeah, because th- that really is, at the end of the day, everybody, everybody mm-hmm. is struggling. And when the pandemic shut the world down... That was a really big eye-opener to see that like these are all people just like everybody, whether it's a famous person, your cousin, your uncle, your friend, like who just moved to California to pursue their acting career, whatever it may be. Like, you know, that none of that is without struggle. And, you know, like that's what makes people shine is that like they can be told no, they can be rejected, they can fail, and they just keep getting up and going back at it. Like all those most inspirational movies you've ever watched, that's not all fake. Like that comes from right. a real place. You know, like that's what makes people inspiring. And, you know, you don't need to be famous. You don't need to be like Danny was saying, like, you don't got to climb the corporate ladder if you don't want to. You know, at the end of the day, you just have to find like where you're, you know, like what you need, you know. And if, you know, like not all of us need mansions or sporty cars or shiny rings or, you know, to have 100,000 subscribers on fucking TikTok to be validated, you know, like you don't need that. Find Find your, your spot. That's right. You know, boy, Danny, I feel like you and I could talk this shit forever, man. Absolutely. We, we've been going <laughs> for a while. Now. You're like, yeah, oh, we some have. episodes are, are 45 minutes. I'm looking. We're like, oh, there's an hour. Yeah, and I half think my half. longest one, I think my longest one with three people and it was like an hour and five or something like that. But <laughs> it's all good. It's, it's good that we can talk about these things openly. So uh, I appreciate the discussion. Um, so, you know, so we talked a bit today. We talked about, you know, we talked about the infinite cup. We talked about, you know, laughing, pooping, pooping, farting, my favorite place in Germany. Um, You know, uh, if you can ask people if you like their cologne and we got some tips on how to, you know, just typically how to, how to be a little bit more of a functioning adult. You know, I think we jumped, run the, ran the gamut pretty well. We did good. I think we did really good today. Yeah. So um, if you made it this far into the episode, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for listening. Uh, Again, please reach out if you just want to comment on the episode or if you want to uh, ask questions, or if there is something that you thought maybe that we missed that you think we could discuss in a future episode. And again, please go talk to Danny on Danny underscore guarantee on the, on the Twitches um, and the Role Players Guild as well. Uh, a lot of Absolutely. great people We'd there. We'd love to have you. Love to see yeah. any questions. Please, please do. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, just, just before uh, we have Danny send us out with some words of wisdom, I just want to make sure um, that, you know, I'm asking for something that I think is important is if, you know, if you're on Spotify, they have the review button now. If you like this show, or if also you like role players, if you found your way here, you might also know role players, please review it. It would mean a lot to me. Uh, we also have a pod chaser if you want to go there. 
please rate it. It, it, you know, it kind of helps us get some more traffic. So that would be really great if you would do that. It would mean a lot. If you listen to an hour and a half of us talking wax and poetic over here, you must like the show. We must have done something right. We must have done something great. So please, you know, it really helps us get more traction if you would just give it a little review. Thank you for considering that. Even if you don't, thanks for listening. Um, Now, having said that, is there anything else before you end the show, Danny, that you want to say before we, before you send Uh, us out? No, I think I'm ready to impart some words of wisdom. Okay. Well, hit us, Danny. We talked a lot about today. uh, We talked a lot today about helping people change, you know, how, how we love to help people get, live their happiest lives and, and all that. And everybody wants to be able to change the world. But you have to remember to keep your goals manageable. So I want you to go out and I want you to do something nice for one person a day. Because for that one day, for that one person, you did change their world. <laughs>